Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cumanera, an Experience Points podcast. We're an all-queer cast Numenera podcast. I'm Kenny, the cast member who plays the lovable and simple lad Hillian. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate us and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review makes Kelric, the GM and producer's eyes, sparkle and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Excorians Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Did you know that we had a Patreon? We are grateful to everyone who's already become a patron. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash Points. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Cumanera. I'm Kelric, your narrator, who is still learning how to use GM intrusions, as certain of my cast members have recently reminded me. My pronouns are he, him, and this is my fabulous cast, Jess. I'm Jess, my pronouns are she, her, and I would never have been the one to remind him about GM intrusions because I am fine with them not happening. Uh, I'm playing Tiuna, a mechanical nano who rides the lightning, and her pronouns are also she, her. Hello, uh, I am Aaron, and I'm definitely the one that reminded Calric of the GM intrusions because I love it when misfortune happens and I get to level up really fast. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm playing Riley, who is a graceful glaive who speaks with a silver tongue, and their pronouns are also. Hi, uh, my name is Kenny, and uh, I am playing uh, Hillian Jossa, a, an earnest Jack who howls at the moon. Uh, my pronouns are he, they, and uh, Hillian's pronouns are he, him. Wonderful, and I believe Rylu has our update from last time. It's about time that we finally got off the road. I'm so tired of traveling through these crap woods. We finally made it to Ephemon, and honestly, it's about time we're back in the city. The market was brilliant, and after an amazing ploy between me and Tuna, we were able to sell off one of our onion that we found and get some money, so that way we can finally have a place to stay and some comfort. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on who you are, uh, we found our way to Gesson, which is who we came here looking for, and he gave us some options, thankfully for Halion, and we were able to send our reports back. Who knows what his intentions are, but he seems well enough, and if Tuna can stop arguing with him, we might actually get some stuff done. <laughs> Gesson feels the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Where we are picking up is, I'm assuming you all have slept at Gestin's, and it's the next morning. So, let's start with Hillian. Hillian, you wake up, and what's it like uh, as you are getting closer to your Howlian stage when you when you wake up in the mornings? Uh, I, I believe Hillian is just... is pretty much constantly hungry. Um, and if they are not eating something, they are talking about eating something. And not so much in the terms of flattery and of food, Hillian would be like, or something to eat. I, I, I need it now. All right. Tiuna, what, what's it like for you waking up in this person's home that you 
you have had these interactions with? <laughs> um, Tuna doesn't really pay Gaston much mind. Um, she her entire focus basically is on Hillian knowing what's coming. Um, she, uh, yeah, basically she's just like trailing Hillian around, making sure he doesn't get too far, making sure he doesn't leave Gaston's home because this is where he needs to be for the the transformation. Okay, and Rylu. Um, when you wake up, you will find that you are, once again, holding this Ravage Bear Claw in your hand, and you've cut yourself a little because it's very sharp. And you had a dream about your, your first time running into a Ravage Bear, and so you're kind of sweat-drenched, and there's a bit of anxiety as you wake up. Like, you do not wake up from a restful night. Do I remember the dream exactly how it happened? You do not. It's just sort of this, you know how when you wake up and you know you've had a dream about these things, but it's very vague and it starts slipping away from you really quickly. You have that experience where it's like, if I just had something to write this down, I might be able to remember. But as you're doing it, it is slowly fading away. And all you remember is that it was bad and it had something to do with the Ravage Bear. So Riley wakes up and they look down and they see this bear claw. And like you said, it was th that memory is fleeting from them, that dream is fleeting from them, but they they drop it because they, they pick this up on a whim and they, they find something to wipe their hand off and they go to leave and they, they turn around and they pick it up because for some reason they know that this is relevant and important and they put it in their pocket and they walk up to it. Excellent. So the three of you meet up and Gaston is not awake at all. They they apparently are a late sleeper. So um, you can raid the pantry, make breakfast, do whatever you're going to do. And, you know, if you all want to have any conversations about your clandestine experiences last night, you're welcome to. Otherwise, we will assume that breakfast is being made by... Tiuna. Okay, somewhat Tiuna. <laughs> yeah, so like I imagine that uh, while Tuna's making breakfast, Hill Hillian is like just eating whatever they can get there or that he can get his hands on from like the cupboards, like raw ingredients, handfuls of flour. He's eating whatever he can get his hands on from Tuna. Like even as she's cooking, she keeps like grabbing little pieces and like shoving them to him. <laughs> Like, here, have this, and like running back over to like finish. Like, and also this, hold on, I'm almost done. <laughs> Hillian at one point just opens his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Seen the after credit ending from Wreck It Ralph, it's the pancake, the pancake thing. Where the, that's Hillian. <laughs> yep. Riley's just there getting like one milkshake every now and then. That's amazing. <laughs> Although Tuna is can... not willing to let to let Hillian be distracted from anything. Like he is staying here. She is not losing track of him in this city. <laughs> I do love the idea of Hillian going through and just grabbing two handfuls of flour and trying to eat them. <laughs> as soon as Tuna sees that, she's like, uh, oh, just uh, and like tries to <laughs> hand him more actual food. There's there's flour everywhere. It's kind of just like caked a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. I love it. Okay, so in walks Gaston on this tableau and is just... Uh, 
and they are reminded of what it's like to have guests in their home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when Gaston sees them and like looks around at the, or when Tiana sees Gaston come in, um, she'll like look around at the mess and be like, "I'll I'll clean this up when I'm done cooking. Just let me finish." Good morning. And by me, I mean Riley will clean this up. They're not helping me to cook. Like a little flower. He goes, I think it's time for exercise. <laughs> Tuna only makes enough food for two, maybe three, if they're going to help Gaston out since they're staying at their home. She makes enough for Gaston. <laughs> as soon as Riley says that they're going to go exercise, she scrapes their food back onto Hillian's plate. That's awesome. <laughs> you two Riley. are amazing. <laughs> Riley walks by, hey, you burnt that. Jeez. It smells so good. <laughs> okay. So this amusing little interlude <laughs> ends, and you bring food to the table. Gaston has gone over to, well, hey, they come out with a small sheaf of paper from Riley that Riley slid under their door that they have read, which is a slightly different report than was originally given. And they don't say anything. They just go over to the machine where they sent your the Numenera thing that they sent the, the earlier stuff over, and they touch a couple of things, and then they're just sitting there staring at the machine for a while, and it just suddenly, like, they're catching documents as they come out and just placing them down. And they're coming out in a reasonable fashion. They're just going over their notes as you're cooking. And they nod, and they come over to sit at the table with the paper, and they sit down with y'all, and they're like, so... Sounds like last night was a pretty busy night for everyone. Do we want me in this scene or did I actually leave? That's up to you. I mean, I said I did, so I feel like I, I left. There's a small courtyard outside, so, I mean, if you hear the cooking end, I mean, because maybe you come back, I don't know, but there's no food for you ready. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I left, I'm going to be honest. I said it, I'm going to commit. Okay, so... Visit down and they're like, so it seems like there was a pretty busy night last night. Not particularly. Oh, interesting. And they just take the your second report and turn it and push it towards you. So I feel like there were some details left out of what you shared with me, which is fine. I get it. Trust is earned. They obviously don't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I am technically a superior in the Aeon priesthood. Not even technically, I just am. <laughs> I have learned to deal with difficult people in the past. It's fine. It's fine. Welcome to my home. This does bring up something interesting. I do think we're going to need your friend to come back. Now, do you know how long this exercise they spoke of takes? Probably. Sometimes hours. <laughs> Yeah, probably until someone else cleans up the kitchen. Since that's why they left. It's exactly how long I have it timed. <laughs> if it's not exercise, he'll be hunting, or they'll be hunting for water. They hunt for water all the time in the morning. <laughs> it's a 17-year-old avoiding chores. I mean, you can go out there and call them back in if you want to talk. Uh, well, it's really more that... Ranvale would like you to 
get your next assignment. Ranvale is the person who sent you on the assignment you're on, and Rylu knows them in particular because Ranvale is the person who they were brought to when they were brought to the Aeon Priesthood. So you all know this is actually someone with authority. It's a name you all know, and you know this is not someone to mess with. For everything else you've got going, this is a thing you understand in the world, except Hillian. Because <laughs> Hillian's. Oh, yeah. Ranville's a nice guy. And we have it. So, uh, Gestin says, I would like one of the two of you to go get uh, Riley while I organize my thoughts, please. And uh, I'll go get him. Nope. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Tiana, like, pushes more food in front of Hillian. <laughs> oh, this looks great. Yeah, when when I interrupt your breakfast, I'll go get Rylo. <laughs> I do think I have some more of those mushrooms you like. Wait. Oh, these would go wonderful with these syrup berries. I'm gonna go get those. <laughs> Jessica, how to you gonna go get Rylo? And <clears throat> let's come back together. <laughs> all right, so. We all just please, back together. Or... Please say Tiona is dragging Riley in by their ear. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> in, the kitchen is cleaned, and Riley comes back in with. <laughs> no, the kitchen is not cleaned. I tried. Still eating. No. <laughs> so, um, Gaston sits back down with y'all and says, "You know, Ranvale has sent some instructions back, which." It's going to take them a while to go through your report because there's a lot in here. A device, you destroyed a device that creates Numenera and that causes, well, there's room for conversation around that at the Aeon Priesthood. So the Amber, Amber Monolith, Ranvale has, has sent this and it's going to take them some time to parse through this and here is, here is the document that shows that they would like you to help me until they've decided what to do about the situation. To be fair, we don't know that the device is broken. We simply stopped the villagers from getting access to it. I believe they're talking about the device that created the Numenera that you are talking about. Yes, uh, we, we didn't specifically destroy that. We just made sure that nobody could get into the tree. Yeah, the tree exploded. There's going to be some discussion around all of this. Your reports are very interesting. So with that said, are we going to have any trouble with you all following Ranvale's orders? Or are you just going to help me with the things I need help with? I've always followed Ranvale's orders. I don't really, yes, yeah, of course. Oh, good. Don't even wait for Hillian. Nobody cares. <laughs> Aww. It's not that you're, Hillian is just going to do what Hillian does. And Hillian, with his with his mouthful, emphatically nods yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and that could mean anything. Yes, we'll have problems with you. No, we won't. It's, it's fine. Because <laughs> so cool. You've actually. I wish you had shared this with me last night because then we could have formulated a plan of action that might make today a little easier. But here's where we are and it's, it, it, we will just move forward because that's what we do. You mentioned in your report 
that there was a tree that you found to be a Numenera device that took you into this other place that you could just create as much Numenera as necessary. And my friend, Nilinu, who owns one of the stores, told me that they had someone coming in to sell them a map. I didn't believe that this map would do what they said it did until reading your report. And they basically said that they could, this map would lead you to somewhere where you could create all the Numenera you wanted. I would like to find out how this person got the map. And I would actually like to see the map because I'd like to see if it coincides with some other reports we've gotten. There have been four explosions reported to us through the Baadenu Forest. And each of these locations, a representative of the priesthood has gone to and been able to verify that the local wildlife went into hysterics after an explosion was heard, and that there were trees that were exploded, there was fire damage everywhere, and in one case, a Jurascar had been killed by splinters from a tree, and it was, its head was shattered. Now, that was only one, so we considered an outlier, but now with your report, we're wondering if maybe there are other entries to this place that perhaps were not damaged by the explosion and there might be a way to investigate further. So I would like for you to find this person and retrieve the map. That's a pretty dangerous forest. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously you know that you live here, but um, what sort of things would we have access to to help keep us safe? Well, I'm asking you to get the map from a person in Ephraimon, not go out into the forest yet. Once we have the map, then we can go to the forest with a plan. That sounds well enough. Um, but a couple things. Shouldn't, are you concerned about Hagrid and the device, or are you, is everything? I have let Ranvale know, and they have said, they have said this map is more important. And you can see them, like, they're sitting there, their arms are crossed very tightly, and their leg is just, like, bouncing up and down as they say this. Um, obviously distressed, but has been in the priesthood long enough to know this is what they need to be doing, and so they are sending you to do this thing. Well, far be it from us to argue with Ranville. Um, the other thing that I have a concern about, and what actually might have pertinence to this map, you must have read the bit about the convergence then, how we saw the battery and the, the note pointing towards here. It's possible the convergence has some sort of base here, and this person could be from them. Is that something we should watch for, or something that you're aware of? Yes. Which one? Are they based here and you know of it, or is there just a possibility? Oh, I'm sorry. That seemed like it was worded as if it, all of it could be possibilities and should you be on the watch for it. And yes, it is there is a possibility, any... and you should be on the watch for it. 
Is there anything that you know, any intelligence you've had about the convergence activity here? No, this is a first, which is why I'm sending the three of you, a lovely young team to try to deal with this. I'm going to stay here, see what I can, what I can do about Pegprud. All right. Questions? With his uh, mouth still kind of chewing on something, he's like, um, would it be possible to take some snacks with? Of course. Or you can buy some on the way. It does not matter to me. Yes. He's a little checked out. Like, he's he's done what he's had to do. He's given you your job. And now you can see that their mind is obviously drifting. And their eyes are constantly moving around the place, looking at, touching on, there's a picture of Peg Prud just off to the side and they're just they're obviously worried about their partner and much less concerned about you three now that they've given you your job so riley's going to try to console Gustin, and um it's going to lean forward and try to get their attention and if if they do just say from what you've told us hegrid knows what he's doing obviously i don't know but he must have felt confident enough to take that device to feel that he could handle it and if anyone knows his skills, it's you and him. Hopefully he's going to return. Everything's going to be okay. The Aeon Priesthood, to as skilled as you, very little things, very little can go wrong. And I'll, I'll roll if you want me to. Uh, when you say... <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if, if Aaron ends up making a roll for this, I kind of feel like there should be a negative to it because Tiana is definitely just sitting behind them, like scoffing and like shaking her head and like making a face like, mm, he dead. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I should have asked that because uh, he doesn't trust you anyway. I guess he doesn't like you. <laughs> That's true. Maybe it should be an asset that Tiana's over here like, mm. I think the two of those cancel out, but <laughs> Rylu saying that what can go wrong where Numenera is concerned? <laughs> Very little. It's different. Gessen has read the description of this device. And I mean, like, they're not dumb. They've been in this a while. They're like, this is a big deal. And well, Riley believes it. That's why Riley's like, oh, y'all are skilled with Numenera. You can do this. Yeah, you are going to have disadvantage on this role. So what is your typical... Situation four, let's see, end roll. You're good at social skills. So this would be, you know, uh, no, let's say it's challenging. It's going to be a difficulty five. Even trained people often fail at this line. <laughs> a therapist would have a lot of trouble consoling. <laughs> I guessed in about this. Cool. Well, I have the all social skills and I'll spend some effort as well. Okay. Because, like, Riley doesn't super care if this guy likes uh, them, but also they are just genuinely trying to be like, hey, listen, he's old and skilled. I'm sure it'll be fine. And thanks to leveling up on uh, Numenera, I have uh, an extra edge to intellect now, so I only cost me two. Nice. Yeah. All right, so does that bring it down to a three? It would bring it down to a three. Cool. Let's get a 20 or a four. Let's get a four. Oh. <laughs> I got the Will Wheatons, y'all. That's oh, swear. That is amazing. All you had to do was beat, tie a nine. You didn't have to beat it. You just had to make a nine. 
Joke's on you, you're expecting too much of me. <laughs> well, honestly, I didn't think it was possible because I was like, ooh, 15. Okay, you brought down to 12. Okay, that's nine. Yeah, okay, that's nope. All, all of the empathy a 17 year old could muster. Yeah. You just see Tiuna behind go, and like you, Tiuna walks by and she goes, he's dead. <laughs> Actually, this is an amazing thing about Numenera that even a three is never guaranteed. Like it is crazy. <laughs> so, all right, you do, you do your thing, and Gaston looks at you and just sort of pats you on the shoulder. Thank you, and turns back to their stuff. Is there anything else? Yes, you said that uh, Minu is the one that we should talk to. Milu. Milu. M I L Y N U. Milu. And should we tell them that you sent us? It would be for the best. All right. Um, are we? Do we get this map by force, or? <laughs> I... Or we can just go try to buy it, or like ask them for it. I was just How asking, many people do we have to kill? <laughs> I was just asking <laughs> what parameters. No one. We're, I hope we're not killing anyone, right? Like that's not what we're here for. They asked us to find a map, not destroy the city. Come on, Rylu. Force doesn't mean murder, and I'm scared that you think it does. Uh, what else would I think when you're the one suggesting it? I have never murdered someone that you know of. <laughs> yeah, sure convinced me that I'm wrong. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Just, their store is called the Sealed Ciphers. Just, it's... Yeah, we're going. <laughs> Thank you so much for your hospitality and all of the snacks. Yeah, actually, while you collect more snacks, Rylu, will you please clean that kitchen for me? I have a lot on my mind. Yeah, we can totally get that done. Um, we're going to get that map and I'll do it when we get back. No. And then Rylu just walks out the door. Rylu. Oh, no, Tina's going to yank Rylu by the, like, by the back of their shirt collar. I will roll a dexterity check. <laughs> roll it. Contested decks. Let's see this. No adding anything. It's just contested decks. I but I have careful movement. Oh, I did not roll that well. I rolled it better. This is why. No. Because you are not being careful. You are trying to dodge out of this work. You were not trying to do anything but get out. So, and you succeed. <laughs> at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Tina will start to clean and muttering under her breath about what she's going to do to Rylu when she catches them. I, I think uh, Hillian starts cleaning with one hand and still eating with the other. So I don't know where Rylu goes as the two of you spend 15, 20 minutes doing this, but they're gone. <laughs> and Gaston is off in another part of the house. You You don't see them to interact anymore and they just they just expect you to go and do what you were told to do now because you've agreed they've done what they have to where you're concerned they are very distracted um as soon as tina's done cleaning the kitchen she also stuffs her pockets with and like her sack with like all the snacks she can find um and before they head out she will again use her indestructible scarf to tie hilly into her so that he can't wander too far away excellent okay so you step out of the house where's rylu I feel like we don't even know where this place is. So Riley went to go find out where this place is. Okay. I just stopped now. I just, I went to talk to people. Cool. 
You just walk around and grab random strangers? A random stranger, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's what I'll do. I was going to say, Riley also didn't get in their morning exercise because they were interrupted. But um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'm just going to grab someone and go, uh, excuse me, do you know where the, the shield cycle is? No, leave me alone. Ah, yes, me too. <laughs> uh, do um, a percentage roll. Let's see what happens. Percentage roll. It's going to be. Oh, why well, I rolled it. I'll re-roll it again. Um, let's go high. I think it's a 47. Yeah, 47. So no. So, nope. You don't find anyone who is willing to talk to you this morning. Do you want to maybe try doing your exercise and see if that lures anyone in? I'm actually... Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take them to clean. 15, I'll just start, minutes. Yeah, I'll just start... Um, I'll start doing my morning exercises in front of the, the place okay. on the little balcony or wherever. Okay. You'll do that, and yeah, roll percentage again, high or low. Cool. Uh, you draw someone in. It's me. Let's do low. 31. Low it is. Okay. So, yeah, you, you get, like, two people just sort of standing around watching you, and I'm sure your performance is great, you know, because you're not really performing. You, I don't even know. Do you notice them? Uh, if I do notice them, uh, I think I do, because who's one to put on a show but me? Um, and the minute I notice them, it stops being practice and becomes a performance. Okay. You do your show, and I would say you're, you do just fine. And do you wrap it up as soon as you see Tuna and Hillian step out, uh, leashed together? Yes, because I know Tuna will trip me if I don't. <laughs> like, this has happened before, or interrupt me. Uh, I don't want to take the option from Jess, but... Uh, it's happened before where like we're supposed to be doing something and I'm putting on a show and like somehow one of my weapons disappears or all of a sudden there's a stick in my way or something. Or Hillian comes and asks for a snack. Or Hillian comes and asks for a snack. So I, I wrap it up with a flourish. And for those of you who did not see the Foley work that Jessica was doing, it was all innocence and what Misa motions with their hands and just innocent face. Yeah, believable. She, I can't believe anyone would accuse me of trying to mess with Riley's performance. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I've never been anything but nice to Riley. <laughs> I can't believe anyone would have any reason to suspect anything other than just sweet politeness is all I'm saying. And you can find those clips of Justice Action probably on the EQP Twitter <laughs> at EQ Points. <laughs> You might find this one. <laughs> that innocent one was pretty good. Yeah, so you stop, and the two the two people who are there just start, they clap and toss some coins at you. So you have, maybe you get like five shins total. So nice. It's pretty decent. They start to walk away. Do you want to stop them and maybe talk to them, or? No, now that, now that everyone's here, I'm good. So you're looking for a place called the Sealed Ciphers. It's, owned, it's a shop owned by... Um, Gaston's friend, Milnew, which is super fun to say over and over and over again. I'm glad I chose that name. Perfect. They gave you no more information because they were distracted and nobody pushed them on it. So where are you going? What are you doing? Uh, maybe like almost, a strip mall isn't the right word for it, but basically like a place where we can find shopping of some sort. And Tiana would probably want to start there. And even if Sealed Ciphers isn't in like a shopping area, probably hopefully the other um, like store owners would at least know where some of the other shops were. 
That's fair. There are these little market spaces on every level of Ephraimon's Tree City. And so the one where you all are is not very far from where you originally met Gaston. So if you want to head that way, you can head that way. Yeah, Tina will lead the way back to the, the marketplace and just look around to see if she sees a place called Skilled Ciphers. And if not, just like pick a store to walk into. Sounds good. I just need to look up one thing, which I'm super excited about. Oh, no. What? No. Nothing <laughs> bad. Um, <laughs> Can I just say that I love how uh, Rylu was trying to do emotional support and consoling when uh, that is Hillian's Ballywick. <laughs> I was a little shocked by that myself. I was like, what did Hillian help? No, he's hungry. <laughs> Rylu was really... Well, thinks they're really good because my rolls suck uh, at getting people that are important to like them. As you are heading towards this uh, marketplace, I would like to offer Tiuna slash Jessica the opportunity for a GM intrusion. Sure. Okay, so that's one mark one experience and gift one experience. Um, what the GM intrusion is before you do this, so you can decide who is the better person to... As you're walking along, someone stops just dead in their tracks and looks at you. You recognize them as the guard from the gate who you allowed to assume that you are from House Farine. They immediately start walking towards you. Very businesslike in appearance. We will go from there. Who would you like to gift your experience to? I'm gonna give it to Rileu because even though they're completely useless, they're the one who's the most likely to be helpful in this situation since Hillian is only thinking about how hungry he is. Okay. Now I mean, Hillian could be used for a distraction. That's Just saying. That guard has snacks. <laughs> That is a very good point. But I'll, I'll go with Riley for now because hopefully for once their silver tongue will get us out of something. <laughs> cool. The guard comes over and says, um, I beg your pardon, uh, Madam of the Farine, but I, I need to get your first name as I did not mark it on the list and it is it is a bit of a problem. Oh, why is it a problem? I was a bit overwhelmed by seeing someone of your stature and it impacted on my performance. We are to get everyone's names when they enter and I failed in my duty. I am so grateful to have found you. If you would please provide me your first name, I can go and turn that into my guard captain and just be done. I am terribly sorry to interrupt you in your business. Please forgive the intrusion. Would Rylu know as their history what a proper bribe for a city guard would be? Uh, you can roll for it. Oh yeah, Rylu was the wrong choice. <laughs> 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 I would like to roll separately from that to see if I would know like the like the naming conventions of the area to see if she could like 
pluck a name out of the air that would sound like a plausible name for someone from House Furian. Oh, uh, okay. So you do Whoa. know how much a, a standard bribe, it, bribe is, but Tiuna, I would love for you to roll it. I'm going to make this a... Uh, it's pretty difficult because you didn't even know about Ephraimon before coming here. Like, you knew nothing about it. So it's going to be a, a TD6. It, do you have anything to bring that down, make that easier for you? Um, no, all I have really is understanding Numenera. So unless this house is somehow tied closely to Numenera. Nope. And you have a negative to deception. So that makes it even harder. I did not know that. So, <laughs> yeah, that's going to make it a TD7, which is 21. So unless you've got an asset of some sort, I don't think it's possible for you to make this. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but I will apply an effort just in case. <laughs> this would be an amazing that 20. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Oh, no. What name do you give them? Um, Since I can't think of, like, a good like what the naming conventions might be, I'm just gonna say Tiona. Okay. And I I see. Uh... Rylu uh, wants to step forward now. Okay. What is the proper bribe for a guard, a city guard? Well, it depends on what you're trying to bribe them for. In this case, are you trying to get them to pretend mm -hmm. they haven't seen Tiona to so to, like to forget that this happened are you trying to bribe them to put in a different name for tiuna so that it all just goes away what do you what bribe are you trying to give this is gonna everything i ever do turns into a disaster so let's let's keep going um Rilu steps forward and not aggressively but just steps forward with where they can whisper to this guard and says Lady Farine goes by many names in many cities, and I would absolutely hate for the one that makes them feel safest to make it on the city record. Is there any way that you could perhaps come up with another, and I will try to, and I'm going to like slip money into their hand, appropriate to whatever I thought that that would be. Um, I don't know how much money you have on your person, so let's roll percentage dice and whatever the percentage is is how much money you would have to slip them to get them to accept your bribe okay they we'll have talk. 80 something um or actually i guess it would be like over 100 because we split hillian's take from the soldanian instead of giving it to him so he didn't lose it well just roll the percentage let's see how much it is and then you can decide if you're doing all of it or if you're trying to get away with less could I roll a social thing first to see if maybe they'll be like, oh, 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 I would hate to offend, or like something along those lines? Uh, no, I think we're at the point since uh, Tiuna gave uh, the name they gave. Yeah, so it'd be 75% of the shins you have. To oh, that's the percentage. I thought that was going to be the number. Yeah, it's the percentage of how much coinage you have. Oh, so you can give up 75% of your, of your shins, for this, or knowing it's appropriate to be 75%, you can then do a social role to either intimidate them out of it or get them to go along with whatever you say. That I'll do the 75%. I'm fine with us being safe in the city. 
Wow, I did not expect that at all. Okay, sure. So just deduct 75% of your shins. We've gone this long with no money. That's what I'm saying, like. Okay, so they take the shins and they shake your hand quite vigorously. And they're like, oh, it is so nice to meet a civilized person in this city. It is, do, you have no idea how hard it is to build up a nest egg to get married and, you know, all of these people who they just have no sense of what is appropriate i appreciate you so much fine sir it is no doubt the reason that you are attached to this fine lady farine i apologize is lady your preferred title i don't really have a preferred title i actually prefer not to be addressed at all immediately turns back to rilu and says, it is, I, I truly appreciate knowing such an august percentage as yourself. My name is Marvel. If you need anything, please just do not hesitate to ask. And they just pocket the money very, very easily. And they wait to see if you need anything else before walking away. Um, all Ryler says is Marvel, may you and your family have no safe travels as we hope to have on our trip here as well. Well, we have you though, Marvel. <laughs> Any idea where Sealed Cyphers is? They do not even look at you. They continue looking at Rylu and they say, ah, Sealed Cyphers. I am familiar with this. I believe it is on this level of the market. If you were to continue down this, um, pathway take the second ladder up and then the uh, swing to the right will take you directly to the door of of that particular store is there anything else i can do for you the gust percentage rilu and rilu cocks an ear as if deferring to tina and if tina doesn't have anything i'll lean forward and say uh, just to know where we can find you again, Marvel, shall we need your friendship again? I am, this is my area of patrol during the day, and in the afternoons, I am at the gate entrance that you found me in. Some nights I can be found down at, um, uh, one of the drinking establishments. Definitely not somewhere you would you would ever want to be. It's it's in sort of the, it's in the roots, and I, I am certain someone of your stature would never come looking for for down there. Thank you so much, Marvel. May you and your family be safe. Thank you. And then they just they they bow very obsequiously and 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 move away from you. But you can tell there's like a, a spring in their step. They are quite pleased with this bribe and very, very excited. You have made their day. <laughs> and an ally, moi. Indeed, your social experience in cities came in handy for <laughs> well played. What's that like? <laughs> Ooh, that was an expensive one though. Oh my goodness. Well, at least we got out of this one without a fire and a stampede. <laughs> yeah. That cost me a hundred shins, so like, yeah. Whew, ouchies. But, cool, well done. I'm actually gonna mark down that 
Marvel, any social, uh, actually put this as a, an asset that anytime you work with Marvel, it's M-A-R-V-I-L, uh, this guard in Ephraimon, they are, you have an asset in convincing them to do anything you want and future bribes will be less. <laughs> Got it. All right. So do you head off to Milnew's store? Yep. Does Hillian have anything that they... No. Anything um, with being distracted? But no. I don't think so. You all make it to the store and you stop and you see this storefront that is very bright and colorful and filled with many wonderful scents. There's incense on... Uh, sticks all around the outside. It looks very welcoming. There are fabrics of many colors. There are exotic snacks. You see all this stuff from the outside and it is quite inviting. That is where we will stop for today. As always, I am Kelric, your narrator, and this has been our Cuminera game. I hope you're enjoying it. You can find me here. You can find me on our Starfinder show playing a very high uh, cat person space psychic ridiculous character who is hilarious on our Starfinder show and you can find me on Twitter at EQ points or at Cormalon that's C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N uh, I'm Jess you can find me on Twitter at WriteJessR W-R-I-T-E-J-E-S-S-R or you can find all of the various podcasts and streams and everything that I do on my website WriteJess.com um, including the two things that have come out since our last recording, Beyond the Basics and Villains and Lairs 4, which are both available on the DMs Guild. Um, and again, also on my website, where you can also find all the other things I've published. Amazing. My name's Aaron. You can find me at Space Persona on Twitter. And follow us at EQ Points, because I don't have any other plugs. And uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at PunderDrone. And yeah, follow uh, at EQ Points for everything else that I'm involved in. Thank you so much. And as always, we hope to see you here, uh, hang out with you next time. I'm Kelric. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to Cuminera, an Excorience Points podcast. Are your ears burning for another podcast? We cannot recommend enough checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. There are six friends who have no business behind the mic, or even rolling dice. If you like what we create, then you should check out our other two podcasts. The original Excorience Points podcast is a Starfinder game that releases every Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Hello and welcome to St. Fleur, where the city is modern, the fantasy is urban, and the faction politics are at an all-time high. Join us in Shadows of St. Fleur as we follow the wizard, Alistair Lockwood. Regret to inform you, I'm not a wizard. I am a master of the arcane arts. The scholar, Jeremiah Roderick Crawford. I'm an earl, you know. You're a baron. Those words carry some weight. The wolf, Victor Margaret. Victor stands on the bridge in the cold. Fuck. The Fae who is known only as Silk. Um, do we know if this was a, you know, with a standard mugging? And the vamp, Alex Jarreau. Quite. Because the first time the door opens, I'm going to push her out. 
through their experience in the city. Shadows of St. Fleur is an Urban Shadows actual play podcast with a majority LGBTQ plus cast playing characters finding their way through faction politics, all in pursuit of their own individual goals. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts.